Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration, sharing tips, tools, and talk. We're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. Hello, Real Talk podcast with Danielle and Jenna DeYoung. Yeah, we're back. (laughs) Episode nine already. Things are moving quickly. I can't believe we've done nine episodes already, Uh, but today's is definitely a topic that we've actually already talked about, haven't we, Jenna? Do you remember talking about this? Yeah, it was a while. It was a while back. I think it was before we actually started making podcasts though. So it's been a while. Yeah. So for those listening, uh, the story, you know, we started this the beginning of 2021 because it was both impressed, uh, just on both of our hearts to speak. And there was a lot of things to talk about, uh, at that time. And I think the both of us, we were just processing, uh, the 2020, Um, But this has really turned into something that is blossoming, um, something that we both enjoy. I know, Jenna, we've talked about how much this is just fun and it doesn't feel pressured. And you guys, we didn't have a topic until this morning, (laughs) right? Right. (laughs) So so we're going to talk, though, about mothering and motherhood. Um, And I want to start with this incredible... Uh, post that actually a friend of mine shared yesterday. Uh, her name is, I won't, I won't say her last name, but her first name is Alexandra and her daughter actually has the same um, birthday as uh, my daughter Hadassah. But I just want to read this to you guys. Um, it's so good. And Jenna just would love to hear uh, your, uh, your impression uh, as you are a mother of four and I am a mother of one. Um, but Alexandra, her post says, quote, I just stay home with my baby quote, a phrase I've said probably too many times when I get asked, what do you do for a living? I just stay home as if that isn't enough. Like for some reason, I feel the need to justify to people that I don't bring in any income anymore. Um, so then she goes on to say, what I've come to realize is that being a mother is one of the greatest, most rewarding and humbling callings placed on a woman. And I would totally agree. So raising healthy, happy, secure, attached, capable, God-fearing, productive humans is nothing short of a full-time job. Can I get an amen? And an exhausting one at that. Can I get an amen? So not to mention keeping up with the housework appointments being doctor, wife, teacher, friend, therapist, maid, chef, et cetera, et cetera. And then she just goes on to say, uh, feeling like you have to justify to someone why you stay home or finding ways to constantly be busy to prove to people that you're not lazy just because you stay home can be exhausting. She She goes on to say, I'm learning that my role as Ember's mom and the mom of my future kids is the most important work that I will ever do. And no, I am not losing myself. 
because I became a mom. In fact, I feel more like myself since becoming a mom. So she goes on to say a bit more, but I just love that so, so much. And, um, oh my goodness, so many things to say, but I want to hear what you think about that, Jenna. Yeah, that's so good. And I can just relate so much with that in motherhood and just as a mom who does stay home, you know, with my kids and has for man, quite a few years. It was actually, I mean, I think it's been 10 years. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I can just relate to so many things that she said in there. Like, I remember, um, just that feeling of like, um, if I'm not constantly working and moving and doing that, I'm, that I'm lazy and almost, almost having to like prove yourself that you are working. And this actually led me to a very unhealthy place when Demi and Luca were young, Mm -hmm. because I never rested. You know, I, I, I didn't rest my body. I didn't sleep when they were sleeping. I didn't do all of these things. And it actually, man, I got to a really unhealthy place. I mean, it felt like my physical body had been depleted after having two babies back to back. And then, you know, about sleep or lack of sleep, you know, And then, um, but yeah, just, it's like this feeling, it's like this spirit of like performance, you know, or, um, yeah. And I'm so thankful that the Lord showed me (laughs) so many different things. How'd you come out of that? What changed? Honestly, it wasn't until I feel like I went through Leo's pregnancy and birth that I just took the pressure, you know, like off of myself and I wasn't finding my identity and my worth in motherhood or what other people thought of me in motherhood. Um, but I was able to just lay everything at the feet of Jesus. And I allowed him to speak into me like, you know, it's okay to rest. Like, I remember if I would ever like sit on the couch and I don't sit on the couch a lot but like Mike would come out. I remember I would feel like I had to get up and I had to go do something, you know? And I was like, what is going on here? (laughs) Like, and so, um, yeah, just finding your worth and your identity and motherhood. And just as a daughter, you know, from the Lord really shifts radically shifts every area of your life. I feel like, you know, and so, you know, that was so much more enjoyable time of motherhood. Felt like I was able to be present and just enjoy those little moments, you know, when they are infants and when they're small. And I just felt the Holy spirit and the Lord say, Jenna, this is such a short season. Don't be worried about all of these other things. So, you know, like one day, or maybe one day, you know, you can do those things or whatever, but it's really finding, um, you know, and I think you said this before too, um, the first few years in a child's life is so important. I mean, so many things are shaped out of those first, you know, few years. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I just think it's a beautiful thing when, you know, moms can just slow down, slow down to speed up type of thing, you know, listen, and obey the voice of God. Let him just wash over you. Um, Mm. there's so many things to learn in motherhood. Like you hear it often. And like she said that you lose yourself, you know, in motherhood, 
But I feel like I found parts of myself that I didn't know before, you know, like having to push through and, and perseverance and, and just so many different things. It, it's, it's all perspective. I think it is. And I remember you saying that we've, we, I remember now we've, we've talked about this before. And I remember you saying that to me because I was a new mom and, and I was struggling. I struggled with the not getting enough sleep. Um, just everything changed. And, you know, Corey and I were married for 10 years before having children. So we really got into, uh, just a way of living. And while I am so grateful for my daughter and she's the answer to prayer, uh, it also was definitely a change for us. And I still feel like I'm, uh, I, I still feel like I'm adjusting to that, but I'm also, like you said, finding myself really, truly, what is love? What does love look like? What does um, serving or even sacrifice, like self-sacrificing, like there's things I'm giving up, but I, I'm so grateful and I'm so glad because this is, this is a little person's life, right? Mm -hmm. This is somebody who is going to grow up and grow up into society. And I want to plant the best seeds. I want to, all the things you said, be present, you know, read the word of of God over her, take time, read her books. Um, Something I've really been working on is putting my phone away, you know, when we're not, when we're, when we're together is putting away electronics, things like that. Um, But and you've said this, and this is something that um, Alexandra said as well, is that being a mother is actually the most important in everything else aside. It doesn't matter. I can take off my counselor cap, my ministry cap, the whatever, and and truly, what does my family look like? What's happening in my family with being a mom, with being a wife? Um, and so may we celebrate motherhood, right? Because here's the thing. There's this idea out there that, and it's a, it's a false and it's a distorted idea that somehow elevates everything else above motherhood. And I believe that's part of the lie that has brought abortion into our culture that, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to have a career. So I can't, you know, raise this life, this, this child, this little boy or this little girl. Um, and so this is something we've talked about, but what, what do you, what would you say just on that, um, Jenna, just this, it's like a progressive distorted feminism that elevates career over Mm -hmm. raising, raising a child. And it's just seeped into our culture. I mean, fast, like go back like 40 years, right? Go back however many years. It was a lot more common that women would be home. And I'm not saying you have to be home. So those listening, hold up, wait a minute, because I am going back to work here soon. And I am, we are going to be having a nanny for a while. Um, But, but back many, you know, decades ago, it was more common and more prevalent that women would actually be home um, with their children. And so I do believe you can do both. I believe you can have a career and raise a child, but it's when elevating the career over raising the child, right? Becomes that becomes a problem. An idol. Yes. It's really an idol. Yeah. Say more on that. What do you, yeah. I, I really don't want to like step on any. So this is all like, 
sharing from my own experience and right. No condemnation for those listening things that I've seen, because ultimately, you know, each person needs to go to the Lord and get instruction from the Lord for their life. Um, but you know, as you were talking, I just wanted to share this and, um, this is such a popular verse, right? Um, but it says, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. Um, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. And so when I thought about that, I felt like that was the one thing that the Lord was truly showing me what in motherhood was how to lay down my life, you know, and I think that that's what gets a little confusing of I'm not losing myself because I'm laying down my life. I'm being obedient to the call of motherhood. And, you know, it is, it can be a really heavy burden to, you know, wanting to have this high performing, you know, job and also, you know, wanting to keep your home in order, you know, I I just saw something this morning about like the biblical, you know, there's God and then your husband and then wife and then the children. And it's kind of like this, I don't know what you would call it, but you know, the woman is your, your God has given you gifts. And, um, I would, I would call it supernatural intelligence, you know, about your children, you know, in order to mother and to parent them, you know, like, um, these instincts, you know, that are truly God given. And I, um, man, I just believe that whatever the Lord calls you to, whether it is staying at home or, you know, having a career, right. um, God can lead you either way. Um, but one of the things that, you know, as Mike and I have kind of stepped more and more to this, life of ministry and ministering to others was the one thing I said to God is, is, you know, he highlighted to me, these families who were in full-time ministry. Okay. Mm-hmm. And every person has a ministry. I always have to say this, yeah. every single person, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you have a personal ministry and your ministry is your life. Your ministry is what God has done in and through and wants to get through you. Yeah. And so every single person has a ministry, but, um, there are these, you know, and so anyways, um, the word was highlighting to me, these families in ministry where none of the kids were wayward, you know, and I told mm-hmm. the Lord, I said, that is my heart, Lord. Like, yeah. I don't want to be this mother. I don't want to be this wife that is so fixed on helping other people that my children slip through the cracks that my children all of a sudden go wayward. And so that is one plea. I feel like that I've had with the Lord is Lord give me a good balance of that. And, you know, the Lord has, and I've shared this before, but I think that that was one of the reasons the Lord led our family to homeschool because Mm. you, there would be lots of nights, there would be trips out ministering. But if I was spending that time, you know, every day during the school year, every morning pouring into them, they weren't going to feel this sense of like abandonment or, you know, it was just going to create strong, strong ties there. So, so good. And you're, you're getting that chance to really plant seeds of truth, the scripture and, and just the way that you then do your homeschooling and orchestrate your home. And so it's such a good point though. And I want to reiterate that again, whether you are called to 
you know, have a career. I mean, I, I still do counseling services. I still have a career, you know, um, but I'm also a mother and I love being a mother. Um, it is rewarding. It is difficult. It is exhausting. Um, it is good. And it's something that I really have to press in and lean on the Lord and, um, make sure that my relationship with God is number one. I mean, truly that I am filled, that I am rested, um, even when I don't get enough sleep, um, but that I am operating in, in the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control and protecting the home. Um, and I know that in, when I talk about protecting, I think about my husband, um, but I believe there's a way that as mothers, we protect our children, right? We set boundaries and we say, for example, don't let them watch certain things. We, um, oh my gosh, I just, I can think of so many different things already. And Hades is only 16 months old. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah. you know, but that's, that's the goodness of having a relationship with the Lord is that he leads you in it. And so it's truly whatever he, like you said, Jenna, it's whatever he's leading you in. And, and no condemnation for, you know, for those moms that are, they have their careers, they're going and they're working. Um, and again, it's, it's what is, you know, is their relationship with Christ is that priority and is, is that relationship, the overflow, um, you know, that builds your, your mothering, that builds your being a wife, that builds your, whatever it is that God has called you to. So, um, so amen to that. Mm -hmm. I do still call out that, that, uh, that distorted idea, you know, that I've, I've heard, I mean, I've heard some people in Hollywood, I don't remember who the actress was, but she basically celebrated her abortion on stage, um, mm -hmm. saying that she, you know, like instead would have a career and that's just, I mean, that's so that's distorted and that's where it's so wise to just be cautious who we're listening to in our culture. Who are we letting our children listen to? you know, in the culture. Um, so again, the most important job, um, being a mom. So let's talk about a few tips, um, just a few different tips, um, talk encouragement for those listening, uh, I have one that I want to start out with, and then would love to hear what you have Jenna, cause that you've been a mom way longer than I have. <laughs> so I know you've got lots. So I just want to say, if you are a new mom, I want to encourage you go take, go check out taking care of babies. Um, it's, it was a whole course that I am so grateful for, um, this gal. And I'm trying to remember her name. I think it's Kara, but if you just go to like taking care of babies, like C-A-R-A -A, taking care of her name's Kara taking care of babies. <laughs> so it's a whole course. And, you know, I've had a couple of friends most recently, um, have, you know, be become new mothers and this is the gift. This is the thing that I'm getting them because it's just so good just to help with sleeping habits, um, making sure baby's getting enough sleep, which is super, super important. And so that's one of the things I just want to say, um, is something I'm discovering. I don't have to, like, there are some things that other mothers do that I see that I, agree with or appreciate. But for example, for me, there are things, and this can be for any mother that just because someone else isn't doing it doesn't mean that, that I need to not do it. So for example, I <laughs> protect Hadassah's nap times. 
like when it is nap time, we orchestrate the day around her naps. It just is the way it is. Um, or bedtime, or um, I've been a little, a little uh, lenient on that um, as of late, but making sure she's getting, getting enough sleep has always been really important. And I'll never forget, you know, well-meaning family members, like skip the nap, you know, saying like, or, or, you know, hanging out with family, skip the nap. Absolutely not. (laughs) So I was set out to make sure that her nap times were protected. And there's a lot of um, research out there about the significance of children getting enough sleep. Um, So that's something I just want to encourage moms, like do what works, um, protect the nap time (laughs) and uh, check out the taking care of babies course. So that's, that's one of my inputs. Um, How about you, Jenna? Yeah. (laughs) My husband still to this day, I think thinks I'm wacko because I'm like, the kids need sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or rest time, just like quiet, even going into your room and just quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like some advice that I would give is because I'm not going to lie, there's hard moments in motherhood. And I think that this is whether you work full time, whether you stay home full time. I remember just always thinking, this is what they mean when they say the days are long, but the years are short. <laughs> Like, you know, like so long, (laughs) longest day. When's my husband coming home (laughs) (laughs) borderline losing your mind? No, not really. But, um, but really, cause there has been a few moments. Come on. I've said like in the last week, I'm like, I'm losing my mind, but I need to not say that I have the mind of Christ. It is good. And it usually is good, but there are moments like when my daughter is chucking her food still across the room. We're still working on that anyways, go ahead. (laughs) Um, But anyways, uh, don't like, don't miss the moments though, for God to teach you and train you and speak Mm. something over you. Because I remember, I don't know how many, this was years and years ago. And it was during, it was like, there was a child in our family that had been sick going on like three weeks. I remember I had like literally no sleep. Like I was up around the clock with kids and I was so weary and I was so tired. I was in this spot of just like, really like, you know, I wasn't, I didn't really feel like I was taking care of myself, you know? And so I was frustrated with the way that I looked. I was frustrated. You know, I just was like, Oh, you know, and, um, I remember I was like, I, so, you know, you know, I remind you, I literally had no sleep. I was so exhausted. I probably needed sleep was probably what I should have done, but I was like, I am going to go on a run. <laughs> like, and it was like the most random thing, you know, but I remember going for, it was like a walk and a run. I think it started out as a walk, but then it turned into a run. And I just remember the Lord being so close and I had just, you know, gotten this image of him like running beside me. And all of a sudden I just put worship music on and I started running and running and running. And I think I ran farther than I had ever really ran before. And I remember coming back and it was like, this was like the Lord renewed me, you know, like he renewed my strength. And I went on that run with the intention of pressing into the Lord, like, you know, and so I think that there's so many, you know, and there's that Bible verse, those who wait on the Lord, like he will renew their strength, you know? And so, um, 
I just felt like, and like, so that's like real time experiencing that living that out. And so I just think that there's so many moments in motherhood, like I said, laying your life down, um, letting the Lord renew you, letting the Lord refresh you. Um, you know, that testing of, do I have patience? You know, that's constantly like, do I have patience? You know, the fruit of the spirit, Lord help us. (laughs) Yes. Lord help us. Right. I know I was, I was, oh, it's so good, Jenna. I was just reading the other day, like, what do I do when my daughter throws her food? I don't know, like, you know, what, what is going on with this? Like it's become a thing. And so the, the article was saying, well, don't react, don't respond, you know? And so I've been trying that and it's so hard. I'm like, you know, like just take a deep breath, don't react. Like, and that, I mean, that's been the thing too, is really being calm and, um, Oh my goodness. Yes. Lord, Lord, help me be, help me be calm at, at nature. I, I can be kind of an intense person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it is practice and it is work to really cause my soul to sit down mm-hmm. <laughs> and my right. spirit, Holy spirit, right? right. Holy spirit to rise up. Yeah. Um, and so thank goodness, right. We always, we always say this, but thank goodness for the Holy spirit. Um, thank goodness for, for, for a relationship with God and, um, having a renewed mind in Christ and the scriptures, um, John 14, right. Holy spirit is the greatest counselor and he can be a counselor to mothers, to any mother listening. Um, so be encouraged in that. Um, also I have to add one more tip before we close out here. It is okay to get help. I repeat, it is okay. For example, I found a cleaning lady <laughs> and she's amazing. And she comes once a week. Um, we, I'm so grateful for her. We had someone before and then it just, it didn't work out. Um, all good, but, and I, I actually enjoy cleaning. So our home, you know, it's something I enjoy doing, but with, everything going on from our ministry work to, um, just the different things and, and wanting to be present with Hadassah. I'm so grateful for having a cleaning lady. (laughs) So things like that, like when I say it's okay to get help, it's okay. It's absolutely okay. Or, you know, for those listening, maybe it's, maybe it's daycare a couple of days a week. Maybe it's having a nanny. Um, yeah, prayers for us. We have been trying to find a nanny, someone to just come a couple days a week, um, mm-hmm. just so I can, you know, do a little bit more with ministry. And and I have peace about that. So we prayed, and I am confident that the Lord will send the right person, um, you know, just a, just a few days a week. So it is okay to get help. Uh, any other tips, Jenna? I think that we should end with this is my main message. And it's out of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes three, and it's just, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the very first part just says there is a season or an appointed time for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. And so I love that because then it just goes into there's a time to be born and there's a time to die. There's a time to plant and a time to uproot. And it just goes through that. And so like in motherhood, just realize there's like a time for this and there's a time for that, you know? And so it's not just because you're doing this for a season or just because you're 
yeah, just because you're doing this for a season doesn't mean this is your whole life for the rest of your life now, you know? Um, what we don't realize is, is that we are building and releasing an, an inheritance through our children. And so I think that that's why, um, and you know, one of the things we didn't even talk about. And the I quote, I was just going to ask you, yeah. you, yeah. you got to so, share the quote. Yeah, this was one of the things that really stuck out to me. And it says, it ran in your family until it ran into you. God says you've been anointed to break the cycle. Generational curses stop with you. And so that's like a whole nother topic we come into later, but, you know, really mothering from a place of rest, which is kind of what I feel like we've been talking about, but then also mothering from a place of restoration, you know, because something happens when you are the person, when you are the, the person who's meant and anointed to stand up in your family to break generational curses. And that means your home life and your family and the things that you've grown up and that you're used to, those are now changing and they're changing by the direction, you know, of the Lord. And so I just encourage you guys that motherhood is a place of, it's a place of authority. You know, it, it, it really is a place of authority and, um, taking, charge of your home, um, underneath the headship of your husband, obviously. Um, but man, there's so many things that I could go on about that because mothering through restoration and mothering through, you know, this healing and deliverance of generational curses, you know? Um, yes. And that there's authority and you're right. This could be potentially just a whole nother podcast topic, but I just want to comment on the authority part. That's even, and this is something that I had shared with you earlier. That's even whether, whether or not your child is by birth or adoption, you know, I mean, we uh, just prayed this last weekend with somebody, a friend of ours and uh, ended up praying over Hadassah and, you know, everything we're praying for her she does, she does have, she has an, a birth mom, a courageous birth mom. She has a birth father. And, and so we are praying over things, even generationally through her bloodline, but it's that she has been joined to the bloodline of Christ. And I am praying, we are praying, you know, as her parents for her to walk into her destiny and into her inheritance as a child of God. And so anyway, we just had such a, a powerful time of prayer over her this last weekend. Uh, there's just, there's just not words other than it was, it was so spirit led and, and there was a shift, right? Like I felt a change, something changed. And so uh, we were given some different scripture verses. Uh, one of them's out of Galatians. Um, I'm not going to read it right now, but just things that we can speak over her, right? The word of God is alive. It is active. And may we as mothers use the word over our children. May we speak the word over our children to our children. Um, we do a lot of singing in our house. And so we've turned a lot of different Psalms into, uh, you know, into songs. And so like before Hadassah goes to bed, she has like one of the same songs, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> we sing all that one. And then in the morning we do another song. And so we just, we, we love, um, music and, and, um, 
sing the scriptures. And so <laughs> it'll be a good way for her to learn. And when she's in the bathtub, I'm like, you know, hand on her head, praying over her fruits of the spirit, <laughs> love, joy, <laughs> you know, all the things. So anyways, so, so good. We'll have to talk about that. Um, oh, that, that'll be such a good topic. Um, but I think that's a wrap. Do you have anything else, Jenna? I think that's good. All right. So all you take us out with a song, Danielle. <laughs> oh, I don't know. No. I was just going to say all you moms out there, like God bless you. You are doing a great job. Keep your eyes on Christ. And, um, Oh, this was, this was a quote, actually not a quote. This was so funny. Cause right before we did this podcast, I opened up my messenger and this was somebody sent me this and they said, um, her name's Vicki. I don't know. Vicky listens um, once in a while. So Vicky said the most important job there is in the world is to stay home with your baby and raise them yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so amen to that as you are able and as you can. So we just bless the mothers listening. Thanks for tuning in and we will be back next time. <laughs> I never know how to end. <laughs> That's a wrap. Conclusion. Done. Stop recording.